Naked? Harriet Shaw inquired. Completely, darling. In the puff. It's awfully good fun. Words can't describe it. You'll come, won't you? I believe I might. Splendid. We'll meet in the common room at a quarter past midnight. Can you get some butter? What do we want with butter, for goodness sake? We rub it on the sides of the window to stop it from squeaking. Otherwise, it makes enough noise to rouse the entire college. And you'll need a towel, of course. There's a stack of them in the linen store. Slip in there this afternoon when the maids are not about. Jane and I still have the ones we took last time. Oh, and don't breathe a word to anyone else. People aren't to be trusted. Certain of our fellow students would like nothing better than the plum to catch us red-handed. If she does, I shall be red all over. Never mind my hands. In Elfrida College for the Training of Female Elementary Teachers, Miss Plummer had a well-justified reputation for securing the highest standards of behaviour in her young ladies. Any reckless enough to flout her rules and regulations, a copy of which hung above the spiritual text over each student's bed, incurred more than displeasure. There was a scale of penalties, ranging from restriction of diet for minor offences, such as speaking out of turn, to instant expulsion for offences not clearly specified in the rules, but darkly implied by the phrase intemperate, indecorous or unladylike conduct. As a system, it worked well, and the young ladies received their training in an orderly manner appropriate to the profession they were entering. That is not to say that the rules were never disobeyed. That was too much to ask of 30 girls of 17 and upwards. But Miss Plummer's discipline was such that girls with insubordinate tendencies kept them under control for the greater part by far of their time at Elfrida College. The flaw in the system was that if they did decide to kick over the traces, they kicked with all the gusto of the front line of the chorus. And that was how Harriet Shaw was persuaded to take a midnight bathe with Jane Morrison and Molly Stevens on the night of Tuesday the 27th of August, 1889. The college was located beside the Thames, a short way below Henley Reach, a stretch of the river as safe, secluded and attractive as any from source to sea. The grounds extended right down to the towpath, but the 50 yards of lawn fronting the river was out of bounds to students on account of perils presented not by the river, but by young men accustomed to using the towpath. So the river and its traffic had to be regarded from a discreet distance, a distance that lent something more than enchantment to the view. The river seemed to exert an attractive force, increasingly difficult to resist as the girls progressed through their first year and entered their second. If a student were to give way to the promptings and break bounds, then she was risking expulsion. So, why not make an occasion of it by going at night and bathing in the river by moonlight, dressed as nature intended? That, in a nutshell, was Molly's argument. They claimed to have done it before, those two. They said it had been the most exquisite experience they could remember. Harriet believed them. They were adventurous spirits, she was sure, and they had secrets. No two girls in the college were as close friends as they, and she was sure they had broken the rules before. Because they were so close, they had covered up for each other. 
better than that. They had actually conspired to be favourites of the plum. It was a privilege, really, to be invited to share in their escapade. She was slightly mystified why they should have chosen her of all the girls. But there it was. This and other thoughts occupied her as she lay fully clothed in bed that night, waiting for Henley Church faintly to chime the quarter hour past midnight. The plum had long since made her tour of the building, checking that all bolts and catches were fastened. With luck, she would be asleep by now, secure in her brass bedstead in the room with the balcony at the front of the house that balcony from which she liked to quiz the girls through her lorgnette as she basked in the sunshine with her two white cats. <laughs>